Are you ready? Ready to release internal pain? To find confidence, clarity, and direction for your future? To live a life of meaning, fulfillment, and contribution? To trust your intuition again, but something's been holding you back? You've come to the right place. Welcome. I'm Ian Hawkins, the host and founder of the Grief Code podcast. Together, let's heal your unresolved or unknown grief by unlocking your grief code. As you tune in to each episode, you will receive insight into your own grief, how to eliminate it and what to do next. Before we start, I have one request. If any new insights or awareness land with you during this episode, please send me an email at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com and let me know what you found. I know the power of this work and I love to hear the impact these conversations have. Okay, let's get into it. I played golf the other day and to my pleasant surprise, I played one of the better games I've played in a while. I'm not practicing a heap at the moment, so that also gives me great confidence that I'm doing a lot of things right mentally. And I play with a few mates. The mate I play with most regularly, he's often toweling me up and and beating me well. Uh, he's a he's a better player than I am, and he practices a lot more, which says a lot, right? Interestingly, though, we hit to, we hit about six holes, and I'm well up. And generally, when we hit about six holes, he's well up, and I might even be playing well by my standards, but I still get a bit, gee, oh, you know, it'd be nice to win a hole a few more, a bit more often than I am at the moment. But today, I was just hitting everything very well. I was doing all the elements of the game very well, which was a nice surprise. And he actually asked me the question, which is the title to this episode. So what are you doing well? And I thought about it. It was a great question because when I reflected, I was like, well, I turned up pretty calm and relaxed. And then when I thought about why that was, I'd had to get the train there for this game. So I'd prepared all my gear early. I'd get got everything ready in the morning. So I was ready to walk out the door when it was time to go to the station, get on the train. And I wanted to make sure there was I was there nice and early, so I wasn't rushing. And I got to the course early for my standards, so more than half an hour in advance, which for some of you, you might think that's just uh, common sense. But for me, I, I generally like to maximize my time. So I, I certainly get there in time to warm up, but I'm not there heaps early. But I did, and I managed to practice some putting and practice some chipping, and I was in a good place. And I was relaxed. There was no rushing at all. And uh, went on to the first tee, and, and it was about as good a space as I could. And as I was thinking through this, I was like, well, yeah, like uh, I was in so much of a better place than I usually would have been when I hit that first tee. And it got me thinking about other areas of my life where I'm successful. Now, I went back to the area that I've been able to build success for a, a long time, not when I was young, but as I got older into my career in, in football, is that. I was ticking all the boxes of what I did on the days when I performed my best there too. Now, before those games when I was playing football, I would visualize. Well, well, I hadn't visualized before golf, I'd meditated. 
And it's a very similar space. You're quietening your mind, you're relaxing, and you're allowing the unconscious part of you to connect. And I started thinking, I need to apply this pattern more directly to other areas of my life that perhaps aren't going as well. Or maybe where I'm inconsistent with that preparation. So I thought, I actually need to not only get a list together, which I did there and then on the golf course in my notes, but I also need to pass it on to all of you. So for my best performance, I prepared my gear early, I meditated or visualized, I got into flow. So for me, that's conversation and connection. If you're an introvert, for you, it might be getting in your own space, more self-talk. If you're creative, it might be coming up with creative elements to get you into flow. Or if you're, if you're just purely connection, it might be more in that space. But for me, it's definitely conversation, it's definitely connection. And that's the space that I was in. I put here active relaxation before. So when I say active relaxation, I was taking action. I was warming up. I was having some practice shots. Now, how do I apply that to other areas of my life? For me, action is a way that I relaxed. And it's a way that I relax in other areas too. So switching off doesn't mean me going and sitting on a couch and doing nothing, but maybe I, in the house it might be going to just do something around the house that needs to be done to switch off from what I've been doing previously. So say I come to record some podcasts, case in point just now, I went and hung some washing out and I came down to sit and record this podcast. So it's active relaxation. I might put a podcast on and listen to it. I might just listen to nature. I might just completely switch off, but I'm taking action, but it's a relaxed action. Arrive early, a quick warm-up, and I'm calm, but I'm also intentional. So on a golf course, you can't just be calm and relaxed, so much so that you just can't get any consistency with your swing. You have to be intentional. And that's true for other areas of my life too. I need to be in that, yes, relaxed, but in that active, relaxed sort of mindset. So I'm not asking you to, to adapt, adopt this same process, but start having a think about the area of your life where you already achieve success and start thinking about the steps that you take to make sure that you get success. Are you prepared? Do you need to do some more practice? What practices do you need to have in place beforehand? And what state do you need to be in? The order sometimes is important, but not always. But there are some areas of the process that do need to be in the right order. There's no point in me packing my gear at the last minute. That needed to be done earlier. And there's no point in me trying to warm up four hours before because that wouldn't work either. But it's just making sure I'm ticking all those boxes. So for you, it's like what are the boxes you need to tick in those in those areas that you do well, which the the tick the boxing <laughs> can't speak the box ticking would almost happen automatically you're not actually ticking the box you've done it so many times that those boxes are just ticked automatically you're taking the steps automatically so sometimes an area that you're really good at you're you're actually not consciously aware of it because it just is so effortless you go that's just what i do 
But when you realize that there's an area that you do better than most and you see how valuable that is and you work through the steps that are already in place that you just do automatically that guarantee that best performance and then reverse engineer, write those steps down and then apply them to an area where perhaps you are not going so well. Now, granted, for golf, it's never going to guarantee me at absolute highest level of performance if I'm not practicing. Like I said, I've been doing the mental practice, I've been doing the emotional practice, I've been doing the visual practice, but I need to do more of the physical practice as well. But I'll make sure I get the best possible performance regardless of practice by following my process. So you're getting that consistency of performance. Now, if you want to improve that performance, for me, I need to do more of the physical practice as well. So you can see now that if you want to start hitting these consistent performances, if you want to start hitting an improvement in performances, having your process in place, and then taking whatever steps you need, you know you need to take to it, bring in that improvement. Then you'll start to work towards self-mastery. And that's a good opportunity for me to remind you that in the coming weeks, I'll be letting you know there'll be a countdown to the end of the Grief Code podcast. And I'll be jumping across to my new podcast, Self Mastery, where I'm going to help you to unleash your infinite potential. It's going to be a lot of the same things I talked about here. We're going to look through a far more positive lens. And sure, we're still going to tackle some of those difficult conversations around the things that I've overcome, that other people have overcome, because that's part of self-mastery. But the focus is going to be on the improvement and the steps and the processes you need to take to make that happen. As soon as I have that first episode in place where you can go and look, you can actually subscribe to the podcast so that when I'm getting regular episodes coming out, you'll be all set to go. I'll let you know when that is, but I'll be working towards that over the coming month and uh, really looking forward to, to sharing that with you. I've still got some interviews here that I've interviewed people through the Grief Code uh, podcast format. I've also recorded some for the Self Mastery podcast as well. So I'm looking forward to sharing all of those and this new transition for me. And it will be a transition for all of you too as we move into this next stage, this next season of our lives to focus on what needs to happen to now thrive. I'll see you soon. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Grief Code podcast. Thank you so much for listening please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too. If you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief, let's chat. Email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com. You can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.